You can name five Ray J songs. Yeah, you can name five. Yeah, can name five Ray J songs. Right. Yeah, okay. Five Ray J songs. With a gun in my head, five Ray J songs. Everything You Want, Sexy Can I, Gifts, One Wish, and Wait a Minute. Okay. Because <laughs> <Yo. laughs> he only had those five hits, so that's why I know them five songs right there. You know what I'm saying? Man, anyway. <laughs> What up, what up? This is Hot Take Season, where these hot takes are rated E for, well, you know, everybody. I'm your host, Mia Me. You're on my social media platforms with your takes or anything you want my take on. Remember, that's Twitter at Hot Take Season and Instagram, it's underscore Hot Take Season. Um, if you listen to last episode, I mentioned that this episode was going to be part two of my State of the, uh, State of the Mavericks address. And so to do that, I had to bring on the homie who is a um, diehard man, and he's also creator and co-host of the Uncle Urban podcast. Shad Mill, what's good with you? Oh man, chilling. I'm ready to talk about uh, these. Uh, hmm. How do I say these? These very interesting Dallas Mavericks. Right. I'm I know to keep it um, for everybody because <laughs> Yeah. Then the bubble they first like talked the about doing this for real. They in trouble. Um I know when we first talked about doing this though, uh we were bugged and frustrated and I think things have kinda died down for right now. So this might not be that high of a, you know, atmosphere. So um first, that Mavs versus Bucks game that went to overtime. Were you surprised that it went to overtime and then that they closed it out finally? Um, well, Luke had a great game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's, that's enormous. He had a great <laughs> Well, like I said, <laughs> with his cohort in the, in this, Christos Porzingis got fouled, you know, fouled out in, I believe, in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the perimeter defense per usual was trash. But like I said, um you had Brooke Lopez shooting fifty percent from the perimeter. Uh you break that down. <laughs> break that down. Crazy. You had Brooke Lopez going off. Like when was the last time you like I'm not we're not talking about the inside, we're talking about the outside. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe he had thirty four points in that game and as a result of that. Uh, I want to say yeah, thirty-four. Uh, I, let me check real quick, but yeah, he had a lot. He had a lot of points in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ridiculously enough, um, you also had Chris Middleton doing Chris Middleton. I have a joke about Chris Middleton, but I'm not going to use it on this show because we're trying to keep it friendly. Uh-uh. Um, he's a sharpshooter, but I just wonder how he can. See the ball. Um, <laughs> okay, let me get back professional. <clears throat> but yeah, you had Chris Middleton also going off again. I am checking the score. Yes, I was right. Thirty-four points from Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Middleton had twenty-one. 
and he was also he shot about he shot two two for three. Um, but again, he could have probably shot more because again they left him wide open. I do not know why. Right. Um, you had Chris Stapps, who I mean not Chris Stapps. They both tall and from over in Europe. My bad. Giannis had a double double, thirty four and thirteen. Which is typical for him. He's gonna have. He's always gonna have a phenomenal game. Um, but yeah, they just pretty much was letting people have a game. But like I said, the the biggest standout from that was really um, that Brook Lopez was shooting like that. Mm-hmm. That's when like though. That's when like the the defensive woes really got exposed. Yeah, you let the center, the big man. Shoot, fifty percent. I believe he shot six for twelve. Yeah, six for twelve. Mhm. I'm surprised Dallas survived that. Uh, um, just from a coaching aspect, because it's been it's been off not just this season, but the past few seasons. And uh, somehow, the way to come on top in this game. And so I swear they heard my rant like the night or two before because it was like they came out and in this game, however they they put it together, they did it. Um, um, like I, I, I like wish I we said, had more consistency. Like I said, it was a beautiful. Like I said, it was a beautifully executed game from um, the Mavericks because again, you had Dodo with twenty seven and eleven, which was great. Because mm-hmm. it was, because again, we're going to talk about the Mass fans a little bit. It's always weird that when Dodo has an off game, everybody's like, get get this guy out of here. But I'm like, right. Dodo has been the guy, undrafted from Florida, mind you, has been the guy who's came in here and he's been putting in the work. And if when we need him, he's there. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to ask. Though that. That third piece, you think that Dallas needs to go with Chris Stapps and uh, Luca, or do you think they can still search around and find a consistent third player? Like, like I not said, to say trying. get rid of though, but you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like we really don't have that. We don't have another Jason Terry. I'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah, because right now, like I said, they're trying to push the narrative that our third guy is Tim Hardaway Jr. No disrespect to Tim Hardaway Jr., but. It's the consistency like, of it's it. It's the consistency of it. That's one. But two, I you're putting a lot of pressure and a lot on it of who they're trying to compare these three to be, mm-hmm. which is uh, dirty, filthy, and nasty from back in the day. I was like, I'm sorry. Ain't nobody going to be that. And I'm just looking at them like, I love the unicorn. And, well, you know, that's one of my favorite players, like, for real, for real. But... You know, let, let 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 let's let him get to Dirk status first. Let's let him see if he can do that or surpass that. Maybe let's let yeah, his career. Yeah, I mean, when he first came he, in the league, people were back. trying to deem him that. Yeah. yeah, let's let him fully come back first before we start doing that to him. Now, Luka Doncic compared to Steve Nash at this rate. Come on, hot take. At this rate, <laughs> he's, hotter, he's hotter than fish grease. <laughs> to me, I'm looking like, eh, he's kind of looking better than Nash right now, but we going to see. Um, but <laughs> Tim Hardaway in that Finley role, nah, fam. Don't do not do that to that man. 
Because yeah. like we talk about off my Michael Finley in his prime, especially when he was here in Dallas, could do it all. Nah, he's not our 3 and D guy like that. You got Boban, who's underutilized. I'm like, dude has like, what, an eight-foot ring? Like, almost an eight-foot wingspan? And you're not using this man? You're not using this man? Come I just on. want them to put more respect to Trey Burke in his game. Uh, Rick got to figure out a better way to rotate. I was about to get to him right after Boban. Because after the game, he had the last regular NBA game um, pre-COVID, um, well, pre-bubble. I'm like, that man went off when you gave him actual time to do his, to do work. Yeah, Rick keeps putting him in and, and taking yeah, him out when he's restricting him well, to five minutes or, or less. Take the train. Why, why is he taking spark? Yeah, well, you saw what he could do against um, Denver. Let that man do his job. Um, like to Trey Burke, the resurgence of Trey Burke has been ridiculous. I don't know what they told him in Philadelphia before he came over here, but they need to say it again because. He's been going off, too. Yeah. Like, I was really hurt off the loss of Ryan Brokoff being away from mm-hmm. the Mavericks, but Trey Burger has really made up for it. But, again, he's being underutilized, which sucks because we need that. Like, the things that we need, we're not getting, and they're right there. Right there. Like, Antonius Cleveland was going off in those scrimmages, but you don't, you rarely get to see him. And if you do see him, it's usually he's cold. He hasn't played all night. He's playing when he's trying to like play on a comeback. It's like no offense to Cleveland, but I'm like he's not a microwave. Like he needs time to get you know get into his groove, so he can go off like he did in um, Frisco. And uh, and that's with a lot of people. Yeah, you have to figure out ways to rotate your players and them come into their own. Let them get hot, but at the same time, with that, once they reach that point, you don't just pull them out the game. And that's like they don't Rick see the floor again until it's too late. Is infamous for this. If he sees you going on the street, he just has. So, he, like he just gotta go. He gotta do it. So, he just like nah, fam. You gotta get out. Well. Oh, you doing <laughs> too good, boy. Yeah. What you doing? You gotta nah. You gotta get out of here. What you trying to do? Make like, good? Now you gotta sit down. Even, even in that next game against Utah, I think Burke had like 14 points. Oh, yeah. Burke um, came, out, came out sizzling. And he and, had more minutes thanks to, you know, Luca and KP not playing. But, and I was surprised Dallas won that game against Utah. Utah hasn't been Utah in the bubble, but Dallas's bench still found a way to close that one out. And so that was good to see. Every almost everybody got to play. Yeah, he had fourteen. Yeah, he had fourteen in that game. Yeah. Uh, Timmy had twenty-seven. Bobby had twenty, and then you had Seth with twenty-two, which is another player that everybody looks at and says he should definitely be playing more. And I was like, well, of course, Seth. We said that every well both tenures that he's been here. Seth should be playing a little bit more and utilized a lot more. Yeah, it's it's time. I love you, Rick Carlisle, but I said before, 
it's it's time for a coaching change. Um, is it either a just look, either a just to move out the way, get with it or get gone, as they say. It's <laughs> <laughs> all uh, that's all you can say about that. Yo, another thing, another highlight from that game uh, for me was Josh Reeves got his first points in the NBA. He got four. Uh, mm-hmm. More to come if he actually gets to play. Because Josh Reeves, um, again, the song we talked about off mic, is the guy that they usually get rid of. And it's not, and it's kind of in a, it's in a bad way when I say that. Um, we've seen it with Dennis Smith Jr. We've seen it with Justin Anderson. We recently just saw that with another guy he came here with, um, Isaiah Roby, who came mm-hmm. who came hurt. Um, but we we say we want an athlete, this guy who can do it all, this young guy who again is a pure athlete, but once we get him. We're like, ah, no, we'd rather go with what we've been doing, which is the running gun. Yeah, Dallas doesn't doesn't want to um, develop anybody. Like, yeah, they have a G League team. They have a G League team, but the G League roster gets shuffled up almost every game. Um, And with that being said, Dallas just doesn't like to – they'd rather send them somewhere else. And it's almost like they're always in a – a win now mindset, but it never quite works. And it's always it's been like that since uh you know, since MC bought the team. No offense to it, because I mean it worked. It almost worked in 06 and it worked in 2011. Mm-hmm. You had I'll the right pieces and that's something it and took it them forever worked. to get the Luca and okay. KP pieces to work. Um and it almost worked in the early 2000s when he first was doing it. Don't don't bring an overall guy out here just to waste his time. Uh, like I said, I still don't, you know, like Shane Larkin, I thought he was going to be better than he was. He was I quick. did, too. I had high hopes for that. Yeah, because he was quick. And, and then you had um, Ricky Lito. The list goes on. Dojo. I, I can go on about just guys who came in here. These youngsters that's come that came in here and they show promise or you know they show they had a little something. And Dallas just said, "No, nah, we gonna take their time." Yeah, I believe Damn. if Luka didn't have the resume and the skill set that he already had, we probably would have wet the bed on that and just knowing, ah, oh, it's taking too long. I thought you was the Wonder Boy. You got you, know, you taking too long. Man, Dallas <laughs> is forever building. It, it's a non-stop building phase. Yeah, that's why, it, you know, <laughs> like, people were mad, like, getting on me for not liking the tank, because I said, it all depends on the end result of a tank. Yeah, and... What but is from, your team I, doing? I, 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 don't, I, I mean, losing. Don't worry, I've mean, never lose. got with it. Purposely? Yeah, if your organization don't know right. what they're doing... I can't give up. <laughs> Thank you. Because one if your thing, organization... You just oh, go ahead. And you lose... It's, it's one thing if you just that sorry team and it ain't working and you're losing. Okay. Can't purposely throw it? Nah, I can't get behind. I don't care what the the what you think the prize is for that. I can't get behind it. And 
And then there's always the risk factor of, yeah, you do this, but then you end up with somebody and it doesn't work out with them, whether they get hurt or they don't want to be here or what you thought you were getting. Now you messed up. Exactly. See, and that's the whole thing I try to preach is that if your organization doesn't know what it's doing, a tank ain't going to work anyway. Mm-hmm. Now you have the best player in the world and no bench. Or you have the best player in the world and you're rotating coaches. It's all to tank correctly. It is based on your culture. Like Cleveland just yeah. wasn't doing good. Then all of a sudden in 2003, the one-man stimulus package, a.k.a. the guy who was there for Ricky Davis to get Ricky Davis the ball, LeBron James came <laughs> and changed it around. You know, um, those are the situations where that works. Because, you know, they those guys knew what they were doing. But in terms of, like, just, like, when Dallas does it, mm-mm. It's a nah. big gamble. Like it's now, a big like, gamble. Luca right now has been put in a good position. As of right now, he's in a yeah. good position. He's not in a great position, but at least he has a Seth Curry. Um, depends then, on the day. He has a Tim Hardaway Jr. If, if, if Chris Stapps, if Chris Stapps doesn't stay healthy, that's where I get worried at. Because who's stepping up to help Luca? Oh, to be on the the on that point, to be real with you, Chris Stapps has literally did a one eighty on his life and his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He's not the scrawny little kid from Lafayette anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he's been hardened by New York City. You know what I'm saying? He's he's in that gym. I mean, this fool. He's I call nicknamed him. We all did Swozingus now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of, you know, he done got, he's way bigger now. Um, if you see it, well, he doesn't post it anymore. But you should see, like, his breakfast and his lunches. Like, he's making sure he gets his protein every day. Like, and Chris Stapps is trying to make sure he doesn't go through that again. Yeah, because. Which is good. That, because That's then, what worries me. And then I, like. I always say this, and I've said this for years. That's why Vince Carter had his resurgence. Um, that's why a lot of players have had a resurgence here in Dallas. And we got some of the best medical people in on the planet. I'll, I'll say in the league. I'll be humble and say in the league, but to me, just on the planet, period, outside of Phoenix. Um, those guys. Who is going like, off in the bubble? Yeah. <laughs> They're undefeated. Going Speaking off. of which, we play them. Depends on when you drop this episode. <laughs> we play <laughs> them in right. literally a couple hours. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I know this the other day we were trying to record this, but um, who do you think is coming out on top? Which Mavericks do you think are showing up today? <sighs> you want me to take the gamble of Will I be mad? Throw the knife. Or will I be okay? Throw <laughs> the knife. <laughs> will I say, hmm. Or will I say, mm-mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I really think, like I said before, history, the Mavericks are usually the streak enders. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. The Suns are cooking with gas. So mm-hmm. I'm, on the, I'm still on the fence. Like I said, I don't. This is the best underdog story that the NBA has had in a while. Truly. Yeah. Um, I think the Mavs got them as a <laughs> from a history historic standpoint. Nah. From a fan standpoint, of course, go Mavs, MFFL. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, of course. I'm a, I'm, I get told I'm negative about the Mavericks a lot. I'm ho- so hey, I'm going to step I'm out on some fame. As the fan, I'm hoping me as the fan is right. And is me, right? As the person, as me as the person is like, when somebody is on like they are, mm-mm. Then, then I'm gonna start breaking I'm, down rotations. I'm gonna start breaking down defensive <laughs> yeah. defense. I'm gonna start breaking everything down to the point. I'm like, yeah. So yeah. I'm stepping right. out on faith, and I'm saying Dallas is gonna Dallas is gonna stop him today. The street, yeah, gonna end that good old streak. Gonna leave, let them at least go home with one loss. See, right. Send up a quick prayer for that though, because uh, but. But, but like I said, these Mavericks, I don't know what it is. I, I love the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I love that they love being a team together. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, it's still kind of ridiculous. It's still kind of ridiculous. Like, we lost to the Suns in the first place. I'm like, if this was a regular season game, if you were in, like, um, I, I can't even think of the name of – Phoenix's um, arena. If we were there or at the American Airlines Center, you'd have their number. You would treat them and execute like their um, ranking in the in the Western Conference. Yeah. And and that's something else we were talking about before was how Dallas tends to play up and down to the competition, which is because, like we said, they took the Bucks to overtime and closed that one out finally. Um, they beat Utah without Chris Stapps and Luka. Which, um, to point and then, out, but then they that, were um, overtime. To point out the overtime winnings thus far, they were one and three at that point. So yeah, it did. It yeah. didn't look. It didn't look good. So yeah, they they took Portland. You know, they were hanging tough with Portland, which surprised me because I just knew that was about to be. A- 61 points from Close to Damian it. Lillard. But like I said... Happy for Dame on that. <laughs> like, you can't be mad at him on ...around the world. Yeah, it sucks. He had the game winner. He had the game winner. And, and Trey, then that And Trey Burke lost his momentum. He gets the Poe Baby Award because that was so sad. Um, and what's crazy is... I- we're gonna miss the shot. Sorry, though, but I thought you were gonna miss the sh- miss the shot. Nah, uh, nah. Doe, Doe was nice that game. Nah, yeah, nah, I was like, what's up with the? F- nah, Doe was nice that game. Everybody was click. Everybody was cooking with grease in that game, even though they were sagging a little bit about to let the game go off. But when mm-hmm. they realized they was about to let the game go, they came back. So yeah, I had faith that whoever was gonna make that last shot was gonna put it in. It's just that I did not see. Which, like, I've been joking around and people have been kind of, but like I said, I, I could talk trash about uh, Mass Nation because I say half of y'all don't like me anyway. Um, but it's personal. <laughs> but like I always say, it's, the checks the are going to still clear. Anyway, 
Um, so they've been calling these 1992 rules. Like I ain't never heard of a palming violation. I ain't know like I've heard this stuff since I was a child. Well, palming like, is, yeah, palming has been around. Just don't get called as much. That's what it's I'm saying. Like, I was like, cowboys. I have yet to hear that. You remember that Cowboys field goal from last year that they called yeah. back? Uh, yeah. Said he shifted the ball or something. Really? Really? I ain't never heard of that. Like, and then what was the, I forgot, there was another call that they had in that Portland game. I ain't heard. I said, this, like, what? Why are they calling these old rules? Like, they went to, like, they blew the dust off of Rule book from 1990 and said, we're going to start calling these on the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> are these still active? It's Do people still know that these are rules? Do people still know it's this is a rule? I was sitting there like, because people have been sitting there like, that's a rule? I'm like, yup. It's a rule, but I ain't heard nobody get called for that since about good old 2000. <laughs> so that's when it gets ridiculous. So, like I said, um, like I said, for my 10 four how people, I've murdered that because usually I have water when I'm potting. Um, that yes, I do believe that the narrative is just to get uh, the Lakers and the Bucks to the finals so we can give everybody what they want, Giannis versus LeBron. So if Portland, it. and do you have, what you thinking about this, this Portland and Lakers situation? If Portland sneaks in. I hate everybody acting like um, they, um, the Trailblazers are going to get railroaded. Yeah, I don't this think they're going to get railroaded. They've, they've been I'm, I'm going to hit you with this. I'm going to hit you with this. And, I, and this, is my, this is not even a high tech. This is just fact. This is why Dame is mad. Yeah. Again, this is why Dame is mad. Because you sit there. This man is giving has given you three 60-point games, A, and B, he's been one of the best players in the NBA pretty much since he won Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. And you sit there and be like, mm, man, Blaze ain't going to do nothing. I don't think they, they I don't think they would get swept. That's what a lot of people were saying. Thinking. I'm like, and I'm thinking, they would get thinking swept. like, no. This ain't going to go no 4-0 and LeBron finna walk just – Oh, I got nah, my Nah, they're not going to let it be a cakewalk. So, mm-hmm. not. Nah, I was like, this is, that's when it got ridiculous to me. Damian Lillard has, has not, not put a highlight in the best of the season series. Mm-mm. He's going to give you that moment in time. So, I said, for you to think that he finna just, like, that LeBron and AD finna walk in here and say, all right, let's just get these fools out in four, and we're going to go about our day. No. Dame, CJ, um, Hassan Whiteside, them cats coming. Carmelo, no, he excited (laughs) for the moment. (laughs) He going to hug LeBron. Excited for the moment. Please take it easy on me. (laughs) Please take it easy on me. I'm just an old man. (laughs) I know he is. Okay, so we're gearing up four players. This first round, what you see Dallas doing this first round? Um, against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. We haven't beat <laughs> let's put this out there. We haven't beat the Clippers this season. It's the playoffs. All. It's the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm about to get to the butt. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get to the butt. 
But we have yet to see playoff KT because, uh, shout out to James Dolan, never gave him that chance. Uh, <laughs> What's going to upset me is if KP and Luca hit another 70 points combined. And <laughs> yeah, like, just like, so it was all for nothing. <laughs> the, them AD like, numbers, them AD numbers. Yeah, like, don't do that. I'm a 50-point game, and we didn't win a thing. Somebody else. We need at least four people with double digits or something. Yeah, so, like, basically, how I feel about that is it's not going to be the cakewalk. Like, everybody's looking at the regular season of they basically went three and off. I mm-hmm. said, we get on. I said, the Mavericks are notorious or exit in the first round, but we never, like, just give up. We always go down fighting. So I don't think this will be a cakewalk. We're going to see if Rick Carlisle will figure out this rotation for the playoffs. He got like, to. I'm just going to say that right now for both LA teams. You're not, you're not just going to walk on walk in on Portland and Dallas and think, hey, we'll do, oh, this second round, this is easy. No. No way. I don't believe Portland gonna put up a more more of a fight against the Lakers than Dallas is against the Clippers. That's my hot take on that. Portland gonna, I ain't saying Dallas gonna get like that. I'm just saying oh, I kinda, Portland, I gonna, be, oh, Portland oh, gonna be ready to go there. No, I'm not saying they're gonna get swept. I'm just saying Portland is gonna be ready to take it to LA. Dame is built for that moment. He is. Luca is too. This guy's coming in with a resume already. So, that's why I say he's built for it. We're just going to have to see it now. Because I want to shoot. Mm-hmm. This is first playoffs. This is Christian's yeah. first playoffs. This is, yeah. is, is going to set the tone for what our future is about to be with these guys yep. at the forefront. So... They're not we'll going to just walk. They're, they're not going to let um, Kawhi and PG just walk all over. I'm but, not going to be fans of those guys, but hey, don't don't knock my team. Like I said, I don't do. I think, oh yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go on to the second round. That's yet to be seen. Let's see. Let's see how the tone is set. Oh, I'm not even ready to this. jump. It's- they're gonna have to make me a believer. Let me see what this first round hitting for, and then we can we can you know talk about the rest from there. Yeah, so but before we wrap this up, yeah, before we wrap this up though, um, the homie Mike, uh, at Chef Bay. Basically, wanted our take on Jason Witten going to the Raiders. Uh, you know, I know you've seen those pictures of him in the black. Well, black and um, for me, <laughs> my take is Witten should have just went home. Uh, I don't think he's gonna. Uh, um, did I say Oakland earlier? I meant the Las Vegas Raiders. Anyway, I'm They're still getting bad. used to that change. But um, I don't think the Raiders are going. Any more out of Witten than the Cowboys did. He's at that age where, yeah, he's he's at the twilight of his career. I just think mm-hmm. he wants that one last run. Um, 
I think maybe, when, maybe I he, think when he went to the booth, to he should have just stayed there. No. <laughs> maybe no. he likes quarterbacks that were number four. I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> it's the <a> thing. <laughs> but, I mean, when I saw the pictures, I was just like, look at this old man cosplay as a football player. Not cosplay, dang. <laughs> he looked he like he had a costume. Not a costume, but a costume on. Mm-mm. And it, I just was like, put that toupee back on and go back to the booth. Put it back on. Or go that, be a tight end coach. I think Witten, I think Witten I got think, the knowledge yeah. and experience to be a great tight end Jackie coach. Witt should show the other tight end. Maybe here. Maybe, maybe he loves Vegas. Vegas, wherever. <laughs> that this is how I got to be gold Jackie Witt. This is how I got to be this. Because, I mean, we I mean, we still have some good tight ends in the league. Um, but, yeah, the ones, you know, for those yeah, I think you should have good tight ends, you should go to them and say, okay, this is how I did it. This is how I got to stay, um, this is how I got to um, stay in the league for so long with slow Bob. Yeah. Literally, the only time Jason went and ran real fast was what, like, Dak's rookie season? <laughs> he chopped that I don't even think there. I don't know. Because even when you go back and watch that, you remember that Eagles game where his helmet came off and he still yeah. was like running? And he was still kind of slow then. Like, he, you know, he wasn't slow as he is now. But, but he and pump, then I don't like pumping, how boy. tried to lie to us. <laughs> yeah. He was pumping. I don't like how Dallas tried to lie to us and be like, uh, this past season, like, Wit looks great. He. Yes, he's looking faster than ever. Like, we knew what was up. You didn't nah, have to lie. Nah, nah. It wasn't that. Like I said, that was one play. Yeah. <laughs> that was one. I never look. After that, he never tried to run that fast again. And that's yeah. cool. You know, that's cool. But like I said, put that toupee back on. Go to the booth, man. <laughs> like, it's just no you reason. Wild. It's disrespectful you. right now. You, you have no reason to be there. He that's has a, no that's a young proof. Man. That's, I know he's not give give another young man an opportunity to show himself, man. Yeah, like, he not has fair. nothing else to prove. And I know I'm sure he didn't join the Raiders in hopes of chasing a ring, because that's not coming this year. So you it was either go to a team as that ring or just go home. I don't understand what he's trying to prove by going to the Raiders. But Anyway, uh, maybe, um, maybe you just want to see what the AFC looks like. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> he's, 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 I wonder what the other, how the other side is. I want to see what they do over here. But yeah. Then uh, D-Sane 8 on Twitter hit me up and wanted my take on Cowboys having fans at their home games. And um, I don't know if y'all got to see the press conference that Jerry Jones did, but basically, Cowboys Stadium, the way it's built, it's kind of sectioned off already from that that first level all the way up. Um, sectioned off, you have to pretty much go through like the clubs and stuff to get from one side of the stadium to the other side. And so with that, you'll be able to make people distance if you're only letting a certain amount of people in in certain sections. And so that's what Jerry was saying, maybe 12 people in one section, 12, and space it out like that. 
don't look for it to be a, a sold out, you know, home game in that aspect of everybody being able to get there. Even uh, the stopping tailgating and, you know, making people pretty much social distance even on the parking lot. So um, I don't think they should be having games this season because you got players opting out or whatever, and it's just it's just not safe right now. If they could seclude themselves like the NBA can do, but since they can't because of, you know, roster sizes and things like that, I think they should consider canceling the season. And, um, yeah, because not every stadium is built like the Cowboys stadium to section people off like that. So that's where I'm at on that. What you got, Sean? Like, uh, like you just said, how the AT&T Stadium is set up, you can divide the fans up to where they're not interacting. But mm-hmm. it's really just, it's really more about the 53 men, well, 53 plus that are going to be on that field. Right. That's what it's more about. Because, again, this is a contact sport. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they can test you and check your temperature and all those things before you get out there. But if a person's asymptomatic and then they're they're the ones getting like the most touches, <laughs> right? The ones hitting people and stuff like that. Then what? Now, and to, to me, as a fan, it's not even worth risking. Um, because let's say they do do twelve people per section, right? If it's just you and somebody you know that buy the tickets together, or say maybe you four people, you're still coming in close contact with other people to make up that 12-person group that you don't even know. Exactly. You know, and I'm sure they're going to have sanitizing, sanitizing stations and stuff like that in the parking lot, in the in the uh, stadium and all of that. But it just doesn't seem worth the risk in, to me. I'm not going this year. <laughs> I'll catch y'all uh, on the flip side when it's better. Yeah. But yeah, that's the whole point, and that is pretty much um, is that yeah, it it it's just like how pretty much I had to find out by them booing FC Dallas for kneeling and showing um solid you know uh, solidarity with you know what's going on in the current climate. Mm-hmm. That I'm like MLS had fans. So when the Timbers won that little tournament, there were people there. You know, it's like places like that. That's when you kind of get the heebie-jeebies. Like, oh man, you know, what were the procedures for those people to get in there? Right. So I only pay attention really like when it's like the Portland Timbers or FC Dallas because <laughs> those are the teams I kind of watch. Um, so yeah, it's just the whole thing of again how the players interact. Who are these yeah. 12? You don't know these 11 to 10 to 11 people or what, you know, whatever your group is, personal group is. Like, what What am I supposed to do now to make sure of my security? Try to find Yeah, because you can't. Cool the sad <laughs> person is you can't trust everybody. You know what I'm saying? So look out for themselves and be considerate of other people. I mean, we still got people that know they're sick and they still willingly go and be around other people. So with something of this magnitude, you can't trust everybody to do right. And that's and that's the thing. Like, 
that, you know, a lot of people don't understand. I was like, yeah, you can do that, social distance. There will probably be a total of, depends on if he does each level or whatever, probably 100 people or less, 100 people or more um, in the stadium as a whole. But, again, it's not right. It's just like what we talked about with baseball. Yeah, you don't have any fans there. There's cardboard fans or whatever. But you still got these guys going on planes going like the Rangers were in San Francisco recently and things like that. Yeah, it's too much that goes into it. and But that just shows you how these owners feel towards it. Like they're going to make their money regardless. Because that's the thing. You got 50 plus people on a plane going all around the country. Right. It's not worth it. And then you got... 16 weeks. And then you have... I'm sorry. Because you got the playoffs and Super Bowl and all that stuff. So I'm like, that... You're putting people... So you're basically rolling the dice. Because, I mean, the only thing they're going to have to do, they're going to have to wipe down those planes every time. Uh, Again, they're going to... What? You're going to have them in... What is the... uh, I'm sorry. Not the league, but... What's the team going to do? Have them in private quarters? Have all these football players, like, in, home, like, private homes? Every right. time they stop at a city, like, you're putting them on a plane. And you're taking them to a hotel. Mm-hmm. They play. It's, it's no way to safely do it unless you can do it like the NBA has done. And I don't see that being possible right now. Exactly. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Sean, before we close this out? Um, Mamba Week, I will be dropping a special um, edition of a Uncle Urban podcast show that we have titled Shy versus Smiles. We will be talking about the late, great Kobe Bryant. Why? Because I, we actually had to record on the day he passed, and... Right, right. It was an inco like yeah, yeah. We both had to work that day. Mhm. Yeah. So this one will actually be me being able to finally process those feelings, and basically we're just gonna talk about the man, um, the bit, you know, him as the businessman, not necessarily him as a player, but just everything that Mamba mentality meant outside of just basketball. So definitely check that out. Yeah, man. Thanks for um, stopping by and talking these crazy Mavs with me. Um, We'll see what they're going to do against Phoenix and furthermore what they're going to do in these playoffs. Um, I'm pretty sure there's another rant about to be steaming up in me. Like I said, once the the playoffs pop off and we see what happens, I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Again, thanks for doing this with me. Y'all go check out the Uncle Urban podcast streaming almost everywhere. Um, We just got on iHeartRadio. Congrats on that. And um, yeah, so yeah, I will be checking back in with y'all pretty soon. Y'all be blessed.